This is the Christians at Tech Reverse the Trend podcast. Our goal is that the current trend of less Bible reading could be completely reversed and a new trend could be established on the Texas Tech campus. Hope you all enjoy. Hey everybody, I'm David and I'm on staff with Christians at Tech. I'm excited to introduce our new podcast series that we're launching this semester. As we read through the second half of the New Testament, every time we start a new book, we will be providing a podcast for you guys to give a little preview and overview of the book. On top of that, we will be recording many podcasts every day that correspond with the reading challenge. Our goal is that every podcast could provide some further context to what's happening in each book that hopefully can help with your reading and understanding of God's Word. So, the first book we will be previewing is the book of Romans. Romans is the beginning of a section of books in the New Testament called the Epistles, which is really just a fancy word for letter. There's 21 of these books in the New Testament. Some are longer, like 16 chapters, and others are only one chapter long. This section of books called the Epistles begins with Romans and continues all the way to the book of Jude. Most of these books of the Bible were actually written by a guy named Paul. Of the 21 epistles, Paul wrote 14. To understand the book of Romans, it's really helpful to know who Paul was. Paul originally in the Bible was named Saul. In the book of Acts, Saul is first introduced and it tells us that Saul was probably not a guy you'd want to be known by. It says that Saul was devastating the church. He was entering house after house and dragging off men and women to deliver them to prison. It also says he was breathing threatening and murder against the disciples. Later in the New Testament, by his own account, he said, I persecuted the church of God excessively and tried to destroy it. So how did this guy end up writing over half the books in the New Testament? Well, right in the middle of persecuting Christians and the church, he himself had an incredible salvation experience. It says he was knocked to the ground by a great light and that a voice from heaven asked him, why are you persecuting me? Eventually, the same voice said, I am Jesus whom you persecute. After this crazy experience, Saul had a radical change in heart. His name was changed to Paul and he immediately began to preach Jesus as the gospel. As you can see, the gospel was a really big deal to Paul. When many Christians think about the gospel, you can't help but think of the first four books of the Bible commonly referred to as the gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. However, Paul also refers to his epistle to the Romans as a gospel. Fun fact, some people even refer to the book of Romans as the fifth gospel. But at least twice in the book of Romans, he refers to his epistle as my gospel. And in chapter one, he says phrases like he's ready to announce the gospel. And in verse 16, he's not ashamed of the gospel. So what is the gospel? The gospel simply means good news. And in the context here, it's the good news regarding Christ. And what is that good news? It's that sinners like you and me, by believing and receiving what Christ accomplished for each one of us, by dying on our behalf on the cross, are saved and become children of God. That's the gospel. So in comparison between the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Romans, 
You could say that the first four Gospels are mostly objective facts, how Jesus was raised, the miracles he performed, how he died on the cross, etc., things like that. But the Gospel in Romans is much more comprehensive. It explains not just our need to be saved, how to be saved, but also what should happen in our experience after we're saved. Regarding the Gospel in Romans, Paul specifically wanted others to know, firstly, what the Gospel is and who it is for, then how to experience all that the gospel includes, and finally, that we need to share and help others experience the gospel themselves. Without taking too much time, here's a quick summary and some highlights from the gospel in Romans. The first section presents who needs salvation, and in short, the answer is everybody. Paul lays out a clear case that all are sinners in the eyes of God. That includes everyone in general, self-righteous people, and even religious people. In chapter 3, there's a verse that says, There is none righteous. And in verse 23, it says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So once he makes clear that everybody's sinners, through the end of chapter 4, there's this really cool section about the relationship between justification and faith. Then in one of my favorite chapters, in chapter 5, the word much more is used four times, showing that even after we're saved, there's still much more left in our experience. For example, in chapter 6, baptism is introduced, and Paul wants you to know there's much more regarding baptism. And part of this much more is that our baptism is to help us to walk in newness of life. Then in Romans 8 is an awesome, awesome chapter. So many cool verses, but that's where that one verse is, that all things work together for good. And good there is that our experience of the gospel could increase day by day. It wouldn't just be a once-for-all experience, and that everything is working towards that. Then in Romans 9, there's this awesome thought about how man is a vessel made to contain God. In Romans 10, there's this perfect verse uh, that crystallizes what the gospel is. It talks about how if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, you will be saved. Then in verse 12, it says that the Lord is rich to all who call upon him. Again, this is another secret snuck into the book of Romans about how we can have a much more experience of the Lord. Then in Romans 11, there's this really neat illustration of how grafting is a perfect picture to explain the Christian life. Romans 12 introduces the concept of transformation, and this is the process God uses to spread his life in Christians throughout every part of their being. Romans 12 also introduces this phrase, the body of Christ, showing that we shouldn't just be individual Christians, but we're members one of another. Then chapters 13 and 14 talks about our living as Christians, how in all we do, we need to consider one another and not just live to ourselves. Finally, the book of Romans concludes with chapters 15 and 16. And in chapter 15, there's this really neat verse about Paul saying that we should be ministers of the gospel and priests of the gospel. And what he's saying here is that first, we need to know what the gospel is. Then we need to experience all that the gospel includes. But that's not just for ourselves. We need to advance to where we share and help others experience the gospel as well. So there it is. That's my brief summary of the book of Romans. Hope that was a little help to you, and stay tuned day by day as we progress through the New Testament. See y'all.